Good morning. (laughs) It's Jasmine. This is the fifth episode of Gently Screaming, which is a podcast that I created to get to know myself, to learn more about myself, and to get used to hearing myself talk. I'm really intrigued by this whole situation. To be honest, I'm getting used to talking into my phone. It's really, really interesting. It's a process, and I'm, I'm rolling with it. It's 8.30 a.m. on a Monday morning. My first episode, I recorded a Friday evening. And I I feel more comfortable with my phone already. I woke up early today because I had a 7 a.m. call with someone in Germany, which was wild. And I'm the kind of girl who, or person, sorry. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. I am a girl, and I'm the kind of girl who will set 7 to 8 alarms in the morning, if not 15 to wake up on time. And I've also been known to reach out to people who live on the East Coast. And keep in mind, I'm on the West Coast. I will reach out to my friends on the East Coast to call me if I don't text them by a certain time. And I've changed that behavior since, but I'm that kind of person. Anyways, I woke up this morning at around six and I don't know if you heard that sound, but that's another thing. There are a few things that happened as a result of me having to wake up a little bit earlier than usual for this 7 a.m. call. The first is I now know that my upstairs neighbor has early morning calls. And that makes me feel really cool about myself that I know that about him. He also left to the building at around like 8 a.m., came back in. Really, really interesting. I feel like we're bonding. Anyways, that was one thing. The other thing was I woke up to a few messages from Anchor. Anchor is the platform I use to record these podcasts and upload and stream this content. And what Anchor does is it allows you to upload content directly to the app and then it'll kind of apply for you to other streaming platforms. So almost immediately my content was approved for Spotify and I think that's because Spotify owns Anchor. I could be mistaken, but that's the assumption there. I woke up this morning in a frenzy because I didn't want to be late to my 7am call. I had enough time, so I checked my email and Anchor let me know that my podcast, this podcast, is now live on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public, which again, similar to something I mentioned in my most recent gentle rant, freaked me out. I got scared and I really started to think about like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Uh, And whether or not whatever I was doing on this podcast still made sense. Again, self-doubt that happens. I'm rolling with it. Two things that have changed since my gentle rant yesterday. I told my parents about this podcast and I let them know that I talked about family in one of the conversations and I encourage them to listen to it. And in that conversation with them, the amount of curiosity they brought to that conversation changed the way I looked at this podcast. They were like, what is a podcast? Why do people listen to podcasts? What do you talk about? What do people typically talk about on podcasts? And that ignited in me, I think, a different type of fire that I didn't have yesterday or the day before. Another thing that has happened since the gentle rant is I sent 
messages to two of my colleagues. Both of them aren't on, they aren't in my day-to-day anymore because one moved to a different team and another is on parental leave. So I don't get to interact with them very often, but they were very much a part of the onboarding process for me when I moved into this new job. And one of them, well, one, I the safety of, the safety I felt being able to send the whole podcast to her was great for me. And it was just nice to have someone I could send this to. And then with the other colleague, I reached out to him because I, he's a creator himself and he is someone who was part of the interview process when I was entering this new gig. And I very much respect his opinion. So I asked him, I think it's fine that I'm talking about this. I'm not too sure, but I asked him how he felt when he had to constantly create. And what I got from him was the motivator lives within you. And I mentioned like, I feel like I'm hating doing this already. And it's the fifth episode in. And this isn't verbatim, but he was basically like, I would hate for you to do something that you hate doing. And I really looked at it and I was like, why am I framing it in this way to myself and to others? That's really harmful behavior and I need to take a step back and really check myself. So those are two things that have happened in the past day that impacted the way I saw that message or that collection of messages from Anchor. On top of that, the 7 a.m. call with Germany really changed the way I looked at myself. This was a woman I had never met and I got to know about her and she asked me about me in a way that people have not talked to me (laughs) in a really long time because they either know me really well or they didn't realize they could be interested in that part of me because maybe we were talking about work or maybe we had other things to talk about. But that collection of things made me really excited to do podcasting. And I think that it was this, this morning was a breakthrough moment for me, to be honest. And I know I'm stuttering a lot and I'm having a hard time finding words and I'm hoping that you're bearing with me but also if you don't bear with me that's also okay two things I do want to talk about actually three things are jobs to be done which is a framework I learned at work in the past year music podcasts so a a little bit of a deeper dive into maybe why I like song exploder so much and then also cognitive behavioral therapy which is something that I do with my therapist in partnership with my therapist And I think they're all connected, one, because I thought about all of them this morning, and two, because there is an actual thread that I'm seeing amongst all three of these things. So let me talk a little bit about the jobs to be done framework. I learned about this the summer of last year, and our team decided to dive very deep into, no, 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 we didn't dive very deep. We talked a lot about the foundational things of the JTBD framework. What it is, is it helps you assess customer needs. It's great for businesses and Clay Christensen is a Harvard Business School professor who is known for disruptive innovation and his work with it, 
but he was our introduction to the Jobs to be Done framework. I was Googling him this morning because I wanted to make sure I was getting my facts straight, and I found out he passed away earlier this year, and that freaks me out a little bit because he impacted so much of my 2019 to find out that 2020 was when he left us was it was weird to think about but going back to disruptive innovation and his work with the jobs to be done framework you can look this up he talks about how his team was investigating the job of a McDonald's milkshake. And I'll explain what the job there is. So he was working with the McDonald's team. They were trying to increase the number of milkshakes that people were purchasing. So what they did was they profiled the milkshake customer and tried to figure out how they could improve the milkshake so that more people would buy them. Sorry, you're here. You're, I live on a busy street, so you're hearing a lot. You're going to be hearing a lot of stuff, especially because it's prime commute time for folks who are still commuting during COVID. So Clay's colleagues spent 18 hours in a McDonald's restaurant and just observed people as they were coming into the space, driving through the, the establishment, and they were taking down things like time of purchase clothing worn, whether or not they were alone, uh, whether or not they purchased other food, whether or not they ate in the restaurant. What they found was half of the milkshakes were sold before 8.30 a.m. And oftentimes customers drove off with their milkshakes. So what Clay's team did was they reached out to these people and they said, like, why did you get a milkshake this early in the morning? And what does that do for you? And these people said really interesting things, but what they really wanted to understand was, what did you hire to get the job done? And I'm gonna take a step back because this is something we talk a lot about at work, but I'm realizing the people I've shared this podcast with are in my personal life. So I'm gonna take two steps back and talk a little bit more about the jobs to be done framework. The framework suggests that, or it asserts, I guess, that everything you do, everything you choose to do or purchase, you are doing that because you're hiring it for a job that you need to get done. And when it's not living up to that purpose or when it's not doing the thing that you need it to do, you fire it. (laughs) So you can choose to hire something or fire something based on the job that you need to get done. So back to the milkshake example, when Clay's team asked these people, what did you hire to get the job done when it wasn't a milkshake? These people responded, sometimes I would have donuts in my lap or I'd try to go for a bagel instead of purchasing a milkshake at 6.30 in the morning. Another person said, I sometimes use a Snickers bar to get the job done. And you can kind of see where I'm going with this. They were basically looking for breakfast. (laughs) But they were looking for breakfast to consume in their car on the way to work. And the feelings that come up for them 
when they're purchasing these other items or using these other items to fill that need include like just frustration having to smear cream cheese on a bagel in a car on your way to work in the morning when you just put on a nice clean outfit guilt if you're eating donuts but you had a whole box in your car and you just like went for the whole box instead of just one or a snickers bar which isn't the most healthy option in the morning and so all these things got the job done the same job that a milkshake does but clay's team wanted to dig a little deeper and they said well what about the milkshake made it the thing that you hired to get the job done and they found out that it takes approximately 23 minutes to consume the milkshake and i grew up in the city so commutes for me look a little different because sometimes they would be on a bus or they wouldn't be as quote-unquote boring as they might be for people in more suburban areas or people who take the freeway to get to work so this doesn't this doesn't really resonate resonate with me wow look at that stutter um, this doesn't really resonate with me as much, but people wanted something to do on their way to work that allowed them to feel full at the end of the drive or in the middle of the day, but was still fun to consume during that drive to work. So Clay con- considered all of these and said that the job that was done buy the milkshake that you purchased before 8.30 a.m. is it was your breakfast, it sustained you in the morning, it sustained you until lunch, and it was also fun to consume on your way to work. And I think that I thought about the Jobs to be Done framework this morning because I hired podcasting as an activity as a hobby because I thought that it would bring me joy to get used to talking into a mic. What I'm realizing is I think I might hire it for something else. When I heard my parents speak and when I heard or when I saw my colleague's message, I realized The thing that would make me excited about podcasting would be the opportunity to learn something new and talk about it. So the job that I'm hiring this podcasting activity to do for me is to give me the opportunity to learn and share what I'm learning. Whereas before I thought the job that I was going to get done by doing this podcasting was to like find myself and find my voice. Something else my colleague said was, maybe you already kind of know yourself. Maybe you already know what brings you joy. And that was powerful too. But back to Anchor (laughs) and what brought me to the Jobs to be Done framework. When I saw that message from Anchor that my podcast had launched to other streaming platforms, I really thought, like, why do people listen to podcasts? Why would anyone want to listen to my podcast on a different streaming platform? 
And what that did for me was it forced me to reflect on why I like podcasts. So I I went back to Song Exploder in my head and I was like, "Mm, okay, I'm intrigued. That's something that I just talked about. Maybe that's something I should think about. So I was on the Anchor app and the UX slash UI of Anchor is a lot different from Spotify in that it doesn't increase your chances of discovering new podcasts. So the landing page is often very stagnant. I was seeing the same podcasts over and over and I saw Dissect pretty often and I had an understanding of what Dissect was, but I didn't, I never clicked into it. But I figured that since I was interested in Song Exploder, which is a music podcast, I'm, I would probably be interested in Dissect, which is another music podcast. So I clicked into Dissect this morning at like 6.15 and I started listening to it and I picked the one that was, um, it was about Kendrick Lamar's song Loyalty featuring Rihanna. And I didn't know anything about Dissect, to be honest. I knew it was about music. I knew it was popular. And I clicked into it and I listened to it and it was not doing anything for me. It was very similar to Song Exploder in that it talked about and broke down songs. It gave me a lot of really cool context. I learned a lot. It was a slow build in that part of the song was explained or an element of it was talked through and then oh i got a slack message at 9 a.m okay um oh i lost my train of thought so he talks about the host of dissect talks about elements of the song will play you a piece of the song and then we'll go into a different part of the song and so the structure is very similar to Song Exploder, like the elements are very much the same. And I was wondering, why is it that I'm listening to something so similar to something I just said I loved, but I'm not getting the same amount of satisfaction? So I hopped back into Song Exploder on the Spotify app, and I I clicked into an episode on the 1975 and immediately I realized the job that I was hiring this music podcast for that Dissect was just not doing for me. What I love about Song Exploder is I get to hear the artists speak about the song that they wrote, that they produced, and then that's kind of balanced against the actual elements played back for you. With Dissect, it's one person talking about the song the whole way through. And for me, that didn't feel as authentic as Song Exploder because while the amount of work and effort put into both podcasts was probably very similar, the host of Dissect had to probably break everything down for himself, script it out, do his research, and then talk about it on his podcast. With Song Exploder, I think Rishikesh Hirway interviews the artists 
his voice doesn't show up on the podcast as much as I thought it would. And I think that's why I hire Song Exploder. And that's why I fired Dissect. Because I want to hear the artist talk about it themselves. I want to hear your process. Not through the lens of someone else. I want to understand the failures that got you to the success. Or the threads of thought that got you to that moment that seems so natural to me, but to you was probably something that brought a lot of self-doubt. And that was like my moment this morning. I had such a strong moment of understanding the job to be done for me in doing this podcast, regardless of what my quote-unquote customer wants. I'm treating myself as a customer first in this situation, and this is what I want. I want to talk about things that click for me. Anyways, so that's one thread of thought. I do want to say, though, that I am a little bit anxious about talking about these podcasts in this way because what I'm doing is I'm saying yes to Song Exploder and no to Dissect. But in no way am I saying that Dissect is a terrible podcast. But that's part of the work that I'm doing in therapy, which is drawing boundaries, being able to support something as valid and cool on its own, but also being able to say, no, that's not for me though. And for the longest time, I have been afraid to say no to things because I'm afraid it means that I'm rejecting them. And that's not the case. Even though I did just say I was firing Dissect, I was firing it for me at this time in my life. Maybe at another time in my life, I will hire it for a different job. But right now, the job that I'm looking to be done is understanding how authenticity impacts an outcome or a person or a process. And right now, Song Exploder is the thing that I'm hiring to do that job for me. But I do want to get into therapy a little bit. I'm currently subscribed to Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. And again, I have mentioned that I have I adore my therapist and I learn so much talking to my therapist. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy is a form of talk therapy or psychotherapy. It's very common. And I looked it up on Mayo or Mayo. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. Mayo Clinic. I feel like now that I said Mayo, it's Mayo because... And anyways, I went to their website because I wanted to make sure I wasn't messing with the definition of cognitive behavioral therapy. There are steps to it. The first is to identify your situation. So just name where you are. And then the second step is to build your own awareness of the thoughts, emotions, and beliefs that you have about the situation you're in. So name those emotions and beliefs. The next step is to figure out like, what's negative here? What do I not like about the way I think about the situation or the way I react to the conditions of my life in this moment? And then the next step is to reshape and figure out what it is that you can do to change in your own life so that you can maybe look at this differently or that you can impact 
the feelings or the emotions or the beliefs or even your situation slash conditions. And in a lot of ways, CBT does go hand in hand with jobs to be done. Because what you're doing is you are assessing customer needs. You're figuring out like, what's the situation? Where am I? What is the space that I'm showing up to? You're then figuring out the way people react to that situation. You're identifying what it is that they're looking for and what it is that they're not. And what that does is it gives you the power to figure out what you can change instead of expecting everything else around you to change. And that's what I really, really love. And to get to this point today where I can look at this podcasting situation as not the thing that takes me places, but the thing that I get to take places is really, really awesome for me. And it was a moment of me getting to reframe in my own life something that was causing me a lot of anxiety. Because as long as I'm having fun learning and taking notes and capturing and then talking about it, as long as I have fun doing that, then the job that I hired this to do is getting done. And that's fine. So that is today's episode. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. I might play it back for myself. I might just upload it. But anything that I mentioned, you are more than welcome to Google it. You're more than welcome to reach out to me. I love talking about this stuff, and I wish I could talk about this stuff for longer. But I also, I guess, in that conversation this morning with this woman from Germany, she asked me about my education, and I told her about how I went to NYU Gallatin which allowed me to create my own concentration. And she asked me how I was able to be so confident in just creating my own concentration. And that was another moment for me this morning because I was never confident that whole way through until it was on my transcript. (laughs) And I think that the process of getting to where you want to be is so exciting. And I think there's confidence that I have in that process that I could not name before. But after that conversation with this woman, I feel as though I have a purpose with this podcast. And yeah, I think that's exciting. And it's a great way to start my week. So I hope you have a great week, whether or not you're future me, whether or not you are someone who knows me, because I'm excited for you to have those moments today or this week. And if you do have those moments, I hope you feel comfortable enough sharing them with me because I like hearing about these moments too. I don't just like sharing them. I like hearing about them. That's what excites me. So yeah, I I hope you have a great Monday. Good vibes your way. And thanks for listening.